The Disrupt Education vlog can be found on YouTube. To hear it in podcast form, search Disrupt Education on any of the following podcast platforms. Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, CastBox, Overcast, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, Spotify, or Stitcher. episode of Disrupt Education. Today we're in Cedar Rapids, Iowa at Iowa Big. With me today I have Program Director Mr. Trace Pickering and media intern as well as Big uh, Iowa Big graduate uh, Kyle Casimore. Thank you for having me to here today. Tell us a little bit about yourselves. Hey we'll start with you Kyle. So again I'm Kyle Casimore. I am a two-year alumni of Iowa Big and the current media intern for Iowa Big. Um, Big is a project-based high school based in Cedar Rapids. Um, our mission is to unlock human potential through students working on projects that they're passionate about out in the community. Chase uh, Pickering, I'm the executive director here at Iowa Big, and co-founder. Um, like Kyle says, we're, uh, we're here to unlock, unleash human potential, and, and uh, help prepare kids for the future that, they, that they're going to face. Excellent. None of us know. Tell us a little bit about your educational past and like how you ended up here at Iowa Big. We'll start again with you, Kyle. So my sophomore year of high school, I had a friend approach me about this really weird, not really quite sure what it was, high school program called Iowa Big. Um, she didn't really give me much of a preface on what it was. She just said, Kyle, you have to join this program. So I jumped into the program, didn't really know too much. Turns out it was one of the best decisions I've made in my entire life. Um, completely changed the way that I thought about education. I was a part-time student my first year at Big. Uh, second year of Big, I became a full-time student. This year, I'm taking a gap year, kind of exploring education in an untraditional route, taking on internships, working on projects. Um, I'm a full-time filmmaker, photographer. Um, so. Big really opened my eyes to just kind of this growth mindset, um, learning all the time, mm -hmm. uh, decontextualizing it. You've had some success in film and a uh, few awards under your belt, so tell us a little bit about those experiences. My senior year at Big, I was kind of an established photographer at this point, but I'd been looking to grow through photography, through that medium of creating. And I had a teacher approach me, uh, my teacher Sean here at Big, and he said, Kyle, I think that you could do something more with your passion. And I thought, okay, what am I going to, am I going to like open an exhibit? Like, what am I going to do? And he introduced me to this couple, Janice Richard Horrock of Shueyville, Iowa. And through the process of meeting them, uh, getting to know them, them telling me their stories, he told me, you know what, you're going to make a documentary film about them. And I thought, you're crazy. I don't know what I'm doing with that. I've never made a film before, <clears throat> but he really encouraged and empowered me to become a filmmaker. And through the process, I assembled a team of nine students that had never made a film before, and we made a film called Somewhere Only We Know. Um, the film, we premiered it last May and entered it into some film festivals, and we won Best Documentary Feature at Toronto's Alt Film Festival. Fantastic. Thank you. Fantastic. Unleashing potential is what we're talking about here at uh, Iowa Big. So, Mr. Pickering, can you tell us about your background and how you came to Iowa Big? 
I grew up in Iowa, small high school. Um, you know, lots of teachers who cared, knew you personally, but I didn't particularly like high school. I uh, wasn't very good. Learned early on that I wasn't good at math. Turns out I just wasn't good at math that was conceptual. Mm -hmm. um, but that cemented in I'm not good at math, I'm not good at science. And I would say I was a, I am that kid that was the A kid hanging out as a C plus kid. Mm -hmm. um, didn't, didn't know I was going to go to college, didn't care about grade, grade point. As long as I could be play basketball and stay eligible, that was the key. Yeah. Uh, one teacher can change that for me. And mm -hmm. I'm like, this guy changed my life and helped me see that, that there was, I had more to contribute than just staying in the town I lived in and, you know, finding work or whatever. Uh, so I'm like, cool, I'll be like, since he's an awesome teacher, I'll be, be like him. <laughs> so I became an English teacher, basketball coach. Um, tried to be a teach just like he taught me and quickly found out that not very many kids responded like I responded because I obviously wasn't paying attention to my friends that they could care less about <laughs> what he was doing. Uh, but so pretty quickly on I recognized that the kids were bored and honestly I was probably bored too teaching this stuff and then it was like a light went off and a flip was switched at 3.30. I'd see these same kids at 3.30 working on the play, playing uh, in the band, on the basketball court, uh, full of passion and energy and focus, and they were never late, They're always on time, they always were prepared. Um, they would just go and go and go, and they weren't watching the clock going, gosh, that's practice over. <laughs> right? um, and so that was kind of the start for me of the dissonance. and. Um, a few key mentors and influencers along the way helped uh, probably by the time I was 24, 25, see that there was a very different paradigm of education and the one we were on was outdated and, mm -hmm. and that. And so for the next 30 years I was always just trying to find an opportunity um, to convince people, to get people to think differently, to try different stuff. and then. Um, the opportunity came to with big in this community after the flood. Um, the right leaders in the community were asking the right questions mm -hmm. and gave us gave Sean and I a place to, to play. And uh, we engaged our community in the conversation about what it is we really want for all of our kids. Turns out they want the same things that Sean and I wanted. Yeah. And uh, honestly, it was two very brave school board members who made it possible. Mm -hmm. Because uh, we conceived this idea, we're like, all right, well, let's just hang a shingle out. We'll start with some summer school and just see what, you know, see if we can get some kids in here and get something going. And shortly after our, um, we'd done this public kind of report about what the community really wanted in a school, mm -hmm. um, one of those, the Cedar Rapids school board president called and she said, I want to talk to you guys and yeah. sat us down and said, um, you want to start a school? I'm like, well, yeah. <laughs> we want to give you the sandbox to play in. That this should be a public school option. We need to be innovative. And so she and the board member from um, College Community stepped up and really um, courageous leadership. It was something they could have super easily said no to. Yeah. They chose to say yes. And those two really helped their board see that the they needed to say yes to this. So. This is an amazing place here at Iowa Big. Tell us what a typical day looks like. How do you help students reach their fullest potential? 
Well, I mean, it obviously, like, students are on projects that they're passionate about, so that automatically makes students here drawn to this more than traditional school. Um, students really have control over their time, so they feel like they're owning something. And I think the combination of the passion and you're actually controlling your time, kids care more here. And I feel like here there's also more student-teacher relationships um, that are more impactful, so this is just a draw for kids. When they walk in day one to the end, what did it look like for you? At the beginning, I didn't get it. Yeah. I didn't quite get the model, but I know at a certain point at the beginning of my junior year, it clicked that like they actually care here. Mm -hmm. They care that I'm doing what I want, I'm a part of whatever project I'm a part of, and it felt like I just had this freedom to just create and do more, mm -hmm. <laughs> tell more stories in my case because I care about telling stories. Um, the adults here like just care about you getting to that next place. And for me it was this internship. It was creating a documentary at 17 years old. But it looks different for every single kid. Mm -hmm. From an administrator's point of view, like, what does it look like for you here at Iowa Big and, and share some of the results you found? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, to Kyle's point, uh, the kids, you know, the kids realize that we care and, and that sounds terrible as if the other high school teachers don't care. They do. Um, it's the system that honestly doesn't care mm -hmm. about their development. It's not the humans inside, right? And it's systems shape human behavior. Um, so for us, it was how do we, how do we create a completely different environment, a completely different system with different outcomes? Yeah, we're responsible for the standards and courses, and we 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 make sure the kids have it. But our mission is to unleash human potential. It's not to get kids to graduate. It's not to have them pass a test. It's not to get them through algebra two. It's to unleash their potential. And when you when you put that frame on, everything looks different. Um, and so you see. Uh, happier kids. Uh, you see kids who, for the most part, are willing to work harder, um, who are more committed because it's something they care about. There's real audiences, so they're not doing this for a grade for a teacher. Uh, he didn't make somewhere <laughs> only we know just to show the faculty so he could get his English grade. No, this was something the community, he had to present to the community, and uh, people from the community came in to watch it and critique it. And, um, that's very real. We couldn't, no teacher can emulate that level of intensity, right? Yeah. And because it was that public of a display, um, not only does he care because he's passionate about filmmaking, but all those other things become factors. Like, I can't, I can't produce a C-quality film. Mm -hmm. right. won't, they won't tolerate that, and I won't tolerate that, right? Where if he was doing it for Nate, you may have said, eh, I'm running out of time. C plus is fine. <laughs> pass, right. right. Um, and then, interestingly, um, you know, as an administrator, my staff has to feel as much passion, engagement, and interest in their work and being part of the community as the kids. Uh, and so, you know, they have choice in the kinds of projects they want to help lead. It's not driven solely by their content area. And I think what you, my teachers will tell you when you talk to them today is this isn't, this is hard work, just like 
traditional classroom is different, but it's far more rewarding. Mm -hmm. And so we re we've replaced uh, writing curriculum and checking homework assignments and reading papers and grading papers and giving tests and giving lectures with um, authentic uh, conversations with kids mm -hmm. that a lot of teachers haven't actually done much of. Right. And it's that scary to get to be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. um, they have to be vulnerable because they can't retreat to a classroom. Our mistakes are out in the open for mm -hmm. everybody to see. Yeah, um, we try to be as transparent and vulnerable with the kids so that they see that we don't have our stuff figured out. Mm -hmm. It's a journey for us too. Um, I think one of the coolest things that I've seen is when uh, Sean may have been in this with you as well. Um, Sean probably asked Kyle to make a documentary film. Well, Sean's never made one. Mm -hmm. He doesn't know how to set up a shot, right? Right, And so I think Kyle probably figured out pretty quickly Sean's not the right person to ask. He's mm -hmm. got to figure it out himself, um, and Sean's going to learn right there with him. Yeah. And Sean would sit there and spend an hour with you probably messing with camera angles and trying different sound stuff, mm -hmm. and learning it right alongside Kyle so that they're seen, our teachers are seen as learners. Mm -hmm. um, on our own journeys, right, that we're not done. So there's not a strict hierarchy here, and uh, there seems to be a lot of teamwork between staff, students, and community. Is uh, that what it's like at Iowa Big? Yeah, I, I think so. I think we see, yeah. you know, students are, you know, the first course of action, our recommendation is go ask one of your teammates, mm -hmm. you know, get on Google and see if you can find the answer. And um, But yeah, the teachers are just as voracious of learners as the students are mm -hmm. uh, and just as excited about stuff um, and like, like you said there's not you know while I'm the I'm the director I take care of administrivia but my real job is just to hold us accountable to this mm -hmm. not to tell them they can't shift from giving kids two projects to giving them one project and a personal project right that's not anything I ever want to I'm at the table asking the questions, helping make those decisions, but I don't make those decisions. They right. make them because they're standing in front of those kids every day. Um, my job as administrator is the best job I've had in administration ever <laughs> because I just, you know, like this morning our team was meeting about whether we should have kids on two projects or one, and, and I just kept coming back to what gives us the best chance to unleash the human potential in every, every one of the kids. Mm -hmm. If you think it's moving to that direction, then do it. Yeah. Don't wait for me to sign off on it or whatever. Just do it. What would you like to see more happening in education over the next few years? You know, I think uh, so often in education we're caught up in, is this a technical change or an adaptive change? I heard all that stuff, and I'm not discounting that. Those, those exist and are important. But the change that we're talking about, we didn't adapt ourselves from the traditional system. Um, we, we are operating in a new paradigm, a way of seeing the world differently, right? And so for me, the thing that school leaders can do and community leaders can do is that this is a paradigmatic change. This isn't a technical or an adaptive change. And um, you know, having the courage to have those tough conversations and. Um, expose teachers to the kind of things that we're reading about, about how our minds get in our own way. About we tell ourselves simple stories about things, and we we fill in missing gaps with facts that don't exist to 
right? And so we just put all these barriers up, and then we become defensive about about things. Um, so I think that's step one, and then the second thing is find the teachers, give the teachers who you have in your building, and they're in every building, who want to do stuff like this, find a way to frame up to do it, mm. right? And I, I get how hard that is inside a traditional school, because then all these egos come into play, and well, why are you letting Peter do this then? How come <laughs> I can't? You can't. No mm -hmm. one's stopping you. Well, I don't really want to do it the way Peter's doing it. I just don't like the fact that Peter's doing it because his kids seem happy. And, you know, yeah, right. All that stuff comes into play, which is politically pretty hard to manage. Kyle, what are some of the things that you'd like your peers to know about your education here at Iowa Big or in education in general? This sounds kind of cliche, but I feel like that I was, since I was exposed to education where I like was really focused on what I was passionate about, I feel like I have all of these different passion areas and I care about so many different things and none of my peers really do. Like they look at me and they're like, whoa, I don't know like what you're doing over there, but <clears throat> I feel like having time to work on what I'm passionate about, learn about what I'm passionate about during the school day was one of the most powerful things and having adults that believed in me and what I was passionate about, like that having it all come full circle in one package like that's why big worked for me right and it would be really cool to see the paradigm shift happen more and more across um, high school education thank you kyle and trace for inviting me to iowa big i hope you will all take a moment and look up iowa big uh, it is a tremendous paradigm shift in education we have so much to learn from this organization check out iowa big dot org to see the paradigm shift happening until next time we'll see you on disrupt education now